0: Hey everybody, it's Charity Gibson and I am here today coming at you with another episode of the Badass Women of Promo podcast. Today I am super excited to have a very special guest with me. I have Adrian Palmer, who is the editor and chief of Screen Printing Magazine. Adrian, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am super stoked to have you on. So for people that don't know, obviously promotional products are a huge industry, but a big part of what we do is screen printing and apparel decoration. And um, even after 21 years in this industry, I'm just now starting to kind of get to know people in the decorated apparel and screen printing industry, um, kind of coming to more of your events and getting to know people. I did not realize how incredibly, it's like a whole new world on your side of the industry.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I totally agree. It is so large. And when I started with screen printing in 2019, I really didn't know what it encompassed. Um, And so one of my first events, I was like, oh my gosh, there are so many different elements of this. And it is a really, really large group of really cool people. Oh man. Yeah. It's so fun to
0: get into. It's been really cool. Just, um, I mean, doing interviews with you and I've been keynoting a couple of events and um, just a whole new world. You know, we get stuck in our little promo bubble over here and um, super exciting to be kind of getting to know everyone. So speaking of getting to knowing, getting to know people, <laughs> um, let's talk about you, Adrienne. Who are you? Um, you know, how did you, what's your background and um, what do you do at Screen Printing Magazine? What's your, your role and,
1: and what do you do over there besides interview people and write things? <laughs> <laughs> sure, uh, that is part of it. Um, I am the editor-in-chief of Screen Printing and Big Picture Magazines, uh, which focuses on the wide format digital print side. I joined Big Picture, which was part of ST Media Group. Now we are under Smart Work Media in 2012 after graduating from Ohio University's E.W. Scripps School of Journalism with a BA in Magazine Journalism. So I'm one of the lucky ones who was able to work in my niche right after college, found the job in an OU LinkedIn group post and I've been with it ever since. Um, At Big Picture, I've held the roles of assistant editor, associate editor, uh, and managing editor, and um, now editor-in-chief. And I added screen printing magazine to my resume in 2019. So Super cool! I'm in charge of all elements of the brand. So uh, content and direction for the print and digital editions, websites, social media accounts, um, newsletters, events, awards, uh, like the Rising Stars and Women in Screen Printing Awards, podcasts, like our brand new podcast that I host called Screensaver, um, special programs like the mentorship project, uh, really, you name it, anything that's uh, directly involved with the brand, I am in charge of, you know, designing what that looks like, who, um, who we're working with for industry expertise, uh, the content delivery, everything like that. Um, I'm also on the board of Printing United Alliance's Women in Print Alliance, and I represent both brands um, at numerous industry events year-round as speaker, moderator, and panelists. Okay, so when do you sleep? (laughs) Like,
0: what listening (laughs) to you say all this. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I know I do a lot. I'm like, yeah, I host a podcast. I sell umbrellas. I do some social media. Like, big compared to holy cow girl <laughs> like
1: you <laughs> no. do you actually sleep or are you just powered by coffee like some of us okay this is the second podcast I've been on with um that being the question so <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Common theme coming out here, girl. Common theme. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I do sleep and I probably sleep more than a lot of people. I have a good good number of hours a night. Um, but I really love what I'm doing. So I think that matters. I'm excited to come to work every single day. First thing I want to do is check my email and really get going. So doesn't really seem like a job to me. I mean, of course there are days that are challenging and days that are annoying or days where I'm just burnt out. Um, But overall this industry excites me. And as I said, I started out, I knew I wanted to be in magazine journalism. So to be able to do that uh, every day is just, it's amazing. That's so awesome. It's so funny. So the last podcast I did,
0: um, we did with Sandra Kelly and she is the um, owner and CEO of a distributor company in the promotional products industry. And then also the president of MIPA. And during that conversation, we talked about working in the space of our unique genius and just really um, knowing our strengths and our limitations and not letting our limitations handicap us, but just really focusing in on um, on our strengths and what we do best and trying to put ourselves in the position of doing what we do best and then letting other people take it from where, you know, we kind of leave off or where someone else can do it better. And I think I love exactly what you just said that we can do all of these things and for somebody in this position where we're passionate about what we do, we wake up every day and we're on fire. Most people would be like, man, that sounds like burnout waiting to happen. And there are, like you said, there are stressful days, but at the same time, when you really are doing what you were born to do and you have a passion and a love and a zest and a zeal for it, I man, the same way. I'm like, I'd rather not sleep and just get stuff done. Cause I'm so excited about the videos that we're making and the podcasts we're doing and the projects we're involved in. So I feel like you probably. Um, Are working in that space, it sounds like.
1: Absolutely. I love that you talk about strengths. That is what I focus on. um, Strength Finders is one of my favorite books, and I make sure that myself and my team, uh, if I have a new team member, they take the test um, after their first year so we can find out each other's strengths and then work toward those strengths and not focus on what we can't do or we don't like to do or we're not good at. And then that book also really shows how do you work with each other? So maybe I have a woo, uh, that's one of my strengths. Um, but then my editor strength is communication. You know, how do we work, work together on those things? So I love that. I struggled a lot for a while to delegate and to, um, pass off things that I wasn't really good at and, now I know that maybe that's not my strength. So let's not stress about it. Um, Let me pass it on to someone who actually enjoys it. Who's better at it. And that's not a fault of mine. That's us working better to get the best product. That is, isn't that such an incredible
0: thing when you learn that and how freeing it is when you give yourself permission to pass things off. I think I, I know personally, Like, I should be able to do this. I should be good at it. I should, I should, I should, I should, I should, and I should all over myself, (laughs) like trying to make myself like force myself into this, you know, model citizen of administration. And I am like, I am not an administrator. I'm not a paperwork pusher. I'm a creative. I'm, you know, I like to market. Um, Even in that regard, I'm not even a salesperson. I'm more of an educator and a marketer. And that's where I really thrive. And what a fun place to be where we just get to live in this space where we're doing things really well. I thought about that even this morning. Um, I ordered meal delivery service Uh, and it's not like HelloFresh or anything like that. There's actually um, a, a personal trainer that is a nutritionist as well. And he started a small business in a professional kitchen cooking meals and um, they're fresh and like they deliver them every week. And this morning as I was heating up my meal and it's like $8 a meal. um, I did it for two weeks and I was losing, I lost seven pounds. I was so proud of myself and so excited. I missed my order for the week and last week sucked and I gained weight and I felt (laughs) terrible. And so as I'm cooking my meals, I'm like, charity, you should be able, like, it's literally two eggs, some potatoes and three strips of turkey bacon and you mm-hmm. heat it up in the microwave for three minutes. And I don't like microwaving foods, um, but I'm thinking to myself, like you should be able to make this meal. You should, just because you didn't get something to do, you should be able to crack two eggs and put this on a plate. But I finally got to myself, like, i like, but I don't. And you know what I do really well? I market really well and I work really well. And I don't take much time for myself to do things that I enjoy, of having meals delivered for myself is something simple that I enjoy. I don't go to Starbucks very often or anything. I'm like, I'm going to just enjoy my breakfast Mm. and know that I'm not a personal chef. (laughs) Like I am not good at nutrition. Um, that is not one of my strengths. So I'm going to go focus on work and I'm going to enjoy this, uh, microwaved turkey bacon, (laughs) (laughs) hopefully lose some weight so that when we're back in person again, one of my strengths can be, uh, (laughs) you know walking in heels again without feeling like i'm going to
1: break them off oh <laughs> so. my gosh. yeah it's a long, long story for the first time uh once we get back into in person we'll oh, i think an awakening <laughs>
0: yeah right i'm like what's going to happen to our, our leisure um our flip flops and house slippers. Right? <laughs> can I wear leggings to ISS? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think we can, as long as you add some fancy shoes and a cute top to leggings. I feel like leggings um, are completely acceptable in my book. So
1: <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm. A, if you see me walking the show floor. <laughs> Charity said it was okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, normalize leggings pants. I'm 100% here for it. Um, oddly enough, I know before we started this, we were talking a little bit about Zoom meetings and how different it is. Um, not anything bad against guys, but it's I feel like there's so much pressure to be on camera for these things. and. Um, you know, loving the fact that right now I did have my hair and makeup done today because I was on a keynote earlier, but um, I love audio only podcasts and I love my leggings as pants. And there's so much pressure as females, like be camera ready, turn on your camera. We want to see your face. I'm like, y'all, you don't want to see my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if you do want to see my face, that's great, but I don't want to show it to you today. Um, so trade shows are definitely going to be interesting. I think moving forward for sure.
1: Right. I, I totally Feel that there's just that added okay added time uh, for us ladies to get ready and be presentable for digital. I actually I felt kind of um, just it was really nice to refresh those first couple months of the pandemic where we weren't really doing the time digital just yet, and I felt like you know I wasn't putting on makeup, I wasn't you know blow drying my hair, straightening my hair. It was a really nice reset. Of course, that's not happening now, but it is nice to have audio only podcast screensaver is the same way because just get to talk. Yeah. And yeah, there's no, and I wouldn't maybe say pressure to look good. Everyone's seen me that, you know, <laughs> I'm okay yeah, with true. Me without, um, but yeah, if it's recorded, I'm going to put on a little makeup.
0: Yeah, and I think I mean it's very similar to um, like clubhouse obviously I've been on that and there's something really cool I have ADHD or ADD not the HD I don't have the H part have ADD part Um, and watching people on camera is very distracting to me so I personally just love listening and hearing inflection and voice and being able to pay so much more attention what I'm hearing. Um, so I definitely appreciate that too. It kind of like they say when you lose one of your senses, all the other ones are heightened. I feel like when we take the visual out of it, um, it I feel like it helps us, you know, be better listeners. I don't know. Maybe I'm stretching, but
1: (laughs) maybe I just don't want to do my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're making an excuse for not having to put the comb to your head today.
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um so speaking of speaking and podcast and things like that. um, I mentioned earlier in the beginning, I've recently been invited to keynote and provide a lot of education in the screen print and decorative apparel industry um, lately, which we talked about being just a much bigger world than I imagine. If you guys haven't checked out what's going on, um, I especially love uh, Screen Printing Magazine. I hadn't done a lot of it, but the digital edition is super cool because you've got text and articles. And then there's actual live videos that you can click on when you're reading this magazine, which is super cool. But um, as I'm getting more involved, one of the things that I'm noticing is that a lot of the speakers and session panelists and um, just events, as I'm saying from an optics perspective, as someone on the outside looking in, am I right that I feel like a majority of these speakers and educators tend to be male um and there's nothing wrong with guys at all totally love guys but i'm just wondering where all the women of screen printing are and why don't we really
1: see more from them or am i on the outside and seeing that wrong or well, first, thank you for the plug uh, with the screen printing digital edition, we are hearing a lot of great responses for it um, on it so thank you uh, so much and I can kind of plug you back and say that Charity charity's being involved in the last two issues um, with a promo panels promo panel, promo product panel (laughs) that um, we launched in the last issue. And then the issue that will be coming up in the April, May edition. Um, So I'm glad you're liking the digital edition. It is very interactive and um, dynamic and we're loving it. So cool, so, so, so cool. It's my favorite (laughs) magazine in the industry. I love it. Um, No
0: offense to, you know, Advantages or PPB Magazine, super cool and there's great content, but the way that you incorporate video, is magic. So keep it up, girl. (laughs) And thanks for having me as part of it too. I'm spoiled. Love you guys.
1: Thank you so much. And to your second uh, point, well, one, you were right. There's nothing wrong with guys. Our women in screen printing awards, for example, are not meant to push men out. We need male allies in this industry who understand the inequalities and are willing to work toward making the industry more inclusive. That is 100%. But as you said, a lot of the speakers and panelists are male and that is not representative of the industry. Honestly, you'll find this in most industries. Um, I'm also in the wide format digital print space. It's a lot of older white guys. Um, again, nothing wrong, but it's not representative of the people running shops who are doing the day-to-day. Um, Kesni Mohammed of Big Printing, actually mentioned this in our diversity and inclusion live webinar last week. So her company continues to win awards for their technical expertise, but she has never been asked to speak at an event. Wow. So why is that? Um, you know, there are sometimes a few women, but rarely are there women of color specifically at those events. So um, I, was, I was part of a digital event last year. This was more for the wide format space. Um, and I was on a women in print panel. It was the only panel or session with women for the entire event. And it was the most attended session. Um, but the focus wasn't really on our industry knowledge, even though they were all very knowledgeable women on, on this panel. Instead, it really focused on work-life balance, how can females in the industry tackle remote learning for their kids you know and work at the same time which was a big thing going on um yeah. last summer you're not going to ask these questions to a male you're not going to have a, a, a women and an men panel where you're asking you know how are you able to uh feed your kids breakfast and make that sale <laughs> yeah so um as an industry we just have to be better um, we have to be more re- representative in our speaker lineup. And I know I, I took a pledge, you know, as the editor-in-chief of screen printing, you know, I have to make sure our content and our expert perspectives are diverse. And we really work toward doing that every issue. And then kind of to get back to your question, um, you know, why aren't there more screen, women screen printers? Uh, Marshall Atkinson, he covered this question in his column in the, I want to say October, November, 2020 digital edition. Yes, it was that edition because that is when we had our women in screen printing awards. Um, I definitely urge everyone listening to read that article. And then there's a a video that pairs with it where Marshall and I discuss how to engage more women in the industry. And you can find that on screenprintingmag.com. And so the question, you know, how do we engage more women in the industry? How do we um, have more women in the industry? And I think it starts in grade school and high school. So we have to go into the schools, show young women that this is a viable, plus a really cool career option. And then we have to mentor them. So can you have an apprenticeship, an internship, a summer job? And then we actually have to hire them. And then we have to cultivate a culture where they are treated equally, paid equally and have a seat at the table.
0: That's a lot. I mean, you're, you said something that I, has been on my mind for weeks and months since we're having these conversations about diversity and equity is that it has to go past a podcast. It has mm-hmm. to go beyond the articles. It has to go beyond the awareness of the issue and it needs to go into action. Like we need to actually put initiatives. And it's one thing to talk about it. It's a much bigger thing to do something about it. And mm-hmm. so I love that you're taking it all the way back to the high school level and really pointing out that it has to start where we're beginning, when we're educating even children and the fundamental, you know, and the essentials of um, skill sets and taking initiatives and advocating for themselves and advocating for others. I think that's incredibly important. Uh, and when you're bringing up, you know, hiring at that same time, the idea of, not again, not only having the awareness, but as you said, you know, putting it into practice and really making a commitment to yourself and to um, employees and future employees that this is the type of workplace environment and culture that you're going to strive really hard to cultivate. Um, So bravo for that and um, really great information there. I, I really like the concept. I don't know how to implement that? Have you seen um, people taking the initiative to build those programs into the educational process or is that more theory? How is that getting actually put into practice?
1: I think for the screen printing industry, it's been more of a dialogue, a conversation the last year or so. And so I think it's trying to figure out how do we actually do this? So as you mentioned, taking action. So the events that we go to, those organizers need to be reaching out to women and not just to check a box, but because they are knowledgeable, they have the information to share. So we need to definitely see more action there. And in terms of programs, I know Rock U.S. is putting together a diversity and inclusion program called Rock Together. They're actually our sponsors of the diversity and inclusion webinar that we did last week, which is going to be a multi-part series. And Women in Screen Printing will be one of the um, webinar series that we do as a part of that. And you can take a pledge through Rock Together. And t- this pledge includes... Um, at least it's just one step that your company is going to work toward a more diverse and inclusive um, industry. And then also just within your shop. So there are programs that are starting to come out of this, but really it's so much on that individual level. So right. I can say, oh, okay. Women in screen printing is important. And then that can be it, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> right. or I can get on this podcast and talk about it, but you know, we we have awards that are recognizing these women. Um, I have a board that has many women on it. Um, I make sure that when I have panels, I include someone like yourself, you know, um, so that there are women representatives in our content. And of course there are more men in this industry So we might have an issue that's written all by men. Um, That's not the goal, but sometimes it just happens. Um, But I've said this before, I want to be held accountable. So if you ever see that screen printing is not reflective of the industry, like let me know because I want it to be. Um, Right, the Rising Stars Awards involved, it was all white men and someone commented, this isn't representative of our industry. And I said, I completely agree, but only white men were nominated. Right. So it's again, that action, it's the accountability. Hey, if you want to see more diverse humans in this industry, you have to nominate them for these awards. Right. Yep. Take the action at
0: at that level as well. And I think you're also mentioning, I mean, just when we're talking about taking action, I know I've said this multiple times on this podcast, Nobody gave me permission to start the Mm -hmm. badass woman from a podcast. Um, Yes, now, you know, I do need people to ask me to speak at their events and keynote their events and be part of their events and articles and things like that. Um, But also, you know, to be able to approach Advertising outlets such as Screen Printing Magazine or P.P.B. or something like that. I know, oftentimes what we don't realize is that media outlets are also always searching for content too. So we're doing people a favor in these um, organizations when we're bringing topics to light that are relevant, rather than you guys going to have to dig and dig and dig. It's like something shows up in front of you, and if it's relevant and valuable and viable, then you know you can act on it too and and use that spotlight that you have acquired and the audience that you've acquired to shed light on some of these you know pressing issues so that would be a call to Mm -hmm. action i think that i see from my side of things is don't wait for someone to come to you and ask you the questions uh just like you said you we have to take the first steps to nominate um different types of people for these awards of merit. And we have to bring these issues up to people that have a platform to bring awareness to them and speak about them. And then we have to raise our hand. I think that's one of the biggest things. And um, it is scary, especially, you know, when you don't know necessarily what you're doing and you don't want to be judged. And, you know, and that's male, female, old, young, it doesn't matter. We all want to uh, have people like us and we want what we do to you know, shine and be accepted. And if, especially if we are just starting out and we don't exactly have a clue, uh, it can be really intimidating to put ourselves out there. Of course, I have used my ignorance um, to my benefit in so many situations. I will tell people the story and I think that breeds empathy, but that's a skill that has to be learned that you know, if you put yourself out there, tell people why you're doing it, tell people the fear that you have and the trepidation and be willing to be a little vulnerable. And not everybody's going to love it and accept it. Uh, Especially not everybody is going to understand it or be able to have empathy, but you're giving them the opportunity in that case um, to hear your story and hear your voice and hear what you have to say and to make an impact. And then the last thing I think personally that I see too, is that when we do this ourselves, we give permission for others other people to do the same thing. We've kind of blazed the trail and taken the lead and it makes other people feel comfortable to link arms with us and kind of, you know, tread those waters with us as well. So thank you for bringing awareness um, to that and for kind of telling us what you're doing and leading us to a place where hopefully we're inspired to take action and, um, you know, nominate people for awards and uh, raise our hand more often and get more involved and um, advocate for not only others, but ourselves in the industry. So um, great, great comments. Thank you so much for sharing all
1: of that. Yeah, I think um, advocating for yourself is is a really good note, too. DeAngela Williams is the founder of Heart and Heat Press she I believe she had hired um, a PR rep or someone to reach out to me sharing her bio um, saying that I think this person would be great for uh, um, an article in screen printing and this was before the women in screen printing awards um, had fully launched and I connected with her. D'Angela won the women in screen printing awards. She's now on my board she has a um, feature article coming up in the next issue. So because she had someone reach out or you know someone she could have reached out to herself as well as an option, um, that cultivated that relationship. I didn't know about her at all. And maybe I would have found her out through social media because she's really big there, but coming to us and saying, this is my story, which shows vulnerability. Because some people are like, oh, well, maybe I'm not good enough or, you know, maybe my story isn't this or that. No. I mean, I learned so much just from a a first email from someone about her. And now we have this great connection and I get to share her expertise in the magazine and across our outlets often. Yeah.
0: Because she's brave enough to share her story or at least find somebody to help her share her story. I love, love hearing that for sure. What
1: an inspiration. Absolutely. And yeah, I think that these conversations hopefully someone at some company is listening and understands that and then, you know, something we always talk about it, especially at trade shows, um when a woman comes up to your booth, assume that she's the owner because she probably is. Don't I ask her husband is or don't ask, you know, or don't walk around her because she, you don't think she's important. That happens a lot. So it's just like little things that I think everyone can work toward within their business, within, if they're an OEM, there's a lot that we can do, but the conversation is a start for sure.
0: Love that. What great information. I absolutely love hearing that. Um, someone else that is doing a really great job lately Uh, is Johanna Gottlieb. And she's in the promotional products industry. She's also one of our um, co-directors, actually she's the president of Promo Kitchen, uh, was just brought into that this year, and is doing a ton speaking about um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and helping me become, you know, more educated and well versed in it. But one of the things that I love about her, we have um, some messages that go back and forth, and um, I don't want to give away too much because I know it's <laughs> in her personal life. But she was telling us a story about her daughter, and. Um, and how she's acting in school. I think she's five and uh, you know, just things that her daughter needs when she's in class. And Johanna shared uh, one of the things that she said to her daughter, a comment that she made. And she said, uh, you need to tell your teacher how you're feeling, and what you need, because your teacher doesn't know until you tell them. And so if you need something or your friend needs something, make sure you tell the teacher so that they can help you get what you need. You need to advocate for yourself. And I thought, you know, going back to what you're saying about starting the educational process, um, just for, you know, getting people more involved in screen printing and, you know, um, education there, and then into the hiring process, starting way back in kindergarten, teaching children, not just female children, but children of all ages to be an advocate for themselves. I think that there's something so important about that. And that just hit my heart um, and made me smile a lot when I saw that. I'm like, kids absolutely understand. And it starts so young. So, uh, so many incredible women doing so many incredible things. And so I guess that leads me to my last question for you is um, obviously screen printing and apparel massive part of the promotional products industry, whether we know it or recognize uh, just how big of a chunk that is. I know obviously I did a ton of decorated apparel projects in my distributor days, Um, but there's this, you know, sort of proverbial wall between our two industries. So that being said, um, who is someone that I mean you kind of already talked a little bit about it, but who is somebody that you would consider to be a badass woman of the decorated apparel industry obviously still promo still very related but just somebody on that side of the fence that we should be paying attention to that you
1: admire and why. Oh my gosh, just one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Always the hardest question for people to answer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm, I have to answer it more than one. Um, I've already mentioned Kesney Muhammad of Big Printing. She's also on our editorial advisory board. Same with D'Angelo Williams, um, founder of Heart and Heat Press, and also on our board. And then um, a 2020 Women in Screen Printing Award winners, which I would say... All of the 2020 Women in Screen Printing Award winners, which would be Allison Banholzer, uh, DeAngela, as I mentioned, Val Solomon, uh, Xiaoying Rong, Jody Taylor, and Tracy Johnston-Aldworth. They are badass women and if you want to learn more about them definitely head to screenprintingmag.com or look in the October November digital edition so you can learn about what they're doing their stories Uh, they are awesome and they're all doing very like different unique things and um, they're not just in the United States Jody's in Australia Tracy's in Canada Um, and they've taught me so much about the industry they've been involved with screen printing and then they're just doing really cool things within their shop so I definitely check them out and then I would also say well, let's see Ali Kesney and DeAngela are all on my board as well but other board members um Victoria Jones of Inbound Inc. And then Tiffany Rader-Spitzer, who works at Rotor Industries, but she's also a consultant for Redheaded Step Shirt. Um, Also badass women in this industry. Their stories are awesome. Um, You can learn more about them at screenprintingmag.com.
0: I love You said, what did you say,
1: Redheaded Step Shirt? Yes, that is oh, so cute. <laughs> Some people are so creative, I love I it. I know. Yeah, actually Tiffany is one of the few females that are um who do speak and do presentations at events. So if you are at an upcoming hopefully in, fingers crossed in person event, um <laughs> Tiffany will probably be doing something um and she definitely knows a lot about special effects printing. I don't know. I could go, I could go on gone forever. I know there's, it's so fun yeah. when you
0: you start learning about, I mean, and, and it's, you know, it's the people one, uh, but it's the processes and just the creative way that people think and, um, you know, the collision opportunities when I would love to see, as you're saying all these names, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I want to link to all of them, in the comments and then I don't have to go do my research. And I'm going to go mm-hmm. down this, like people of, uh, print rabbit hole but I would just love to see and maybe we can facilitate this somehow but like a print and promo panel I know there are print and promo and there's all these things that are coming um, maybe up and a little bit more of that wall is being broken down between the two industries but man if we could facilitate some sort of like badass women of print and promo and screen printing and whatever like (laughs) just bring it all together because how much more amazing could the industry be if we could all pool our talents and our skills together to create who knows what, uh, just unlimited possibilities.
1: (laughs) I'm here for it. I love it.
0: Ah, so fun well Adrian um, I know we're cutting into some time here so I won't keep you any longer Um, but thank you so much for taking the time to be here and I'm excited to introduce more people of promo to you and share your story we will look out uh, for those upcoming editions of screenprintingmag.com and uh, just excited to see uh, how things progress and how we can hopefully connect more in the future so thanks again for being here and wishing you all the best as we move forward.
1: Thank you so much, Charity. It's a pleasure to speak and thank you for having me on here.
0: Amazing. And everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Again, this has been another episode of the Badass Women of Promo podcast. If you would like to nominate someone as a Badass Woman of Promo or submit your quote on how, what it takes to be a badass, please visit badasswomenofpromo.com. You'll also be able to look at some previous articles, listen to previous episodes of the podcast. And again, like I said, nominate a woman of uh, to be a Badass Woman of Promo. That could potentially come in um, on the podcast later. And don't be afraid to nominate nominate yourselves, right? If we learn anything in the last couple minutes, it is to be an advocate for us. So get out there, take care of yourselves and shine bright. We'll talk to you again very soon.